This is Music Mentality with Angie. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey everyone, I hope you're doing great. I'm Angie, and on this week's episode of Music Mentality, we have Priyanka RA. This lovely human is so sweet and her music really reflects that. In this episode, we talk about the emotional investment it takes to write music, especially music that reflects her journey. We dive into the meaning behind her song, Hurting and Healing, which you'll be able to hear a sample of in this episode. Being okay with not being okay is a struggle and a half, and Priyanka and I talk about how there is such a need for humans to just simply not be okay, but the obstacle society sets makes it really hard to do so. Priyanka shares her experience in taking care of herself in the face of mental struggle, and we touch on how external and internal validation play such a huge role in both our hurting and healing. You can find Priyanka's music on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, and DistroKid by searching her name as you see it in this episode. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about your new music. Mm -hmm. Um, You got some new music coming out soon, right? Officially, like, releases May. Amazing. Next week. (laughs) Called... Hurting and Healing. Yes. And do you want to talk about what it's about and how you wrote it? Because I mean, the title on its own is a pretty deep title. And I really want to give you the space so that you can talk about it, because I feel like it's a song that a lot of people can relate to. For sure. So uh, basically, the song is about my journey through sort of depression and anxiety. Um, So what I talk about is that even though we're hurting, it's a meme or not healing, that's sort of the hook of the song. Um, I, I go through, I have been, I've been diagnosed with depression and anxiety. And what I sort of discovered is that um, recovery is not a linear process. You know, it takes time to sort of come to terms with the various issues and uh, internalizing a lot of issues before being diagnosed and, and having to deal with that one step at a time. And I talk about um, how it's okay to sort of like not be okay. And you shouldn't really, you know, criticize yourself for that. And, and you should take time to sort of heal and, and overcome various issues. And I talk about, you know, there's so much stigma. People sort of judge you for, you know, taking time out. So I took time out of university to sort of, comes to terms with my own mental health issues and I sort of got judgment for that from sort of various family members and it sort of empowered me to sort of write a verse in a song where you know I'm saying you know you'll keep on judging because you feel entitled and I'll keep on healing because I care about my survival and I'll say those are the most important lyrics of the song um you know so yes I'm on my recovery journey yes some days are harder than others but it's okay to have those days where you feel 
less motivated to sort of be productive, but also know that it's an anomaly and you will have those days where human at the end of the day. And there are times where you can just sort of step forward and, and, and be daring in each day, try new things. That's what I've been doing. You know, I've been trying to sort of challenge myself at my own pace. Mm -hmm. So essentially that's what the song's about. <laughs> that's really beautiful. And I think like I can already relate to that to that because my friends and I recently talked about how like, okay, I went through like this really weird day last week where I was just off. Like I wasn't sad. I wasn't mad. I wasn't happy. I wasn't excited. I was just like turned off. Um, and it was like a really weird moment. And it mm -hmm. kind of made me realize this morning, actually, which is pretty ironic that we're having this interview today <laughs> that like, I am at once hurting and, mm -hmm. um, feeling like I'm getting worse but at the same time. If I look at my journey, I'm not in the same place as I was. Yeah. Yesterday. And so I am totally healing. And I mean, that thought on its own, knowing that, you know, you're not in the same place as you were even last year or yesterday, that on its own is kind of like, it makes me feel better at least because knowing that times can change. And even if I'm in a worse place now than I was yesterday, knowing that times can change and situations can change with those times makes me feel like if they can change for the worse, they can probably change for the better too. So like there's hope for tomorrow. And I feel mm -hmm. like your song hurting and healing kind of saying that you can be in two places at once and two state of minds at once is such a beautiful thing, especially in this era where people are constantly talking about gratitude and manifesting and being positive And like, we're constantly manifesting our thoughts. That's kind of scary to me. It's great, but it's also scary because like my thoughts aren't always happy. I don't always want to manifest my thoughts. Course, and yeah. like you said, you know, just being okay with not being okay. That is so simple yet one of the hardest things that anyone can possibly do just be okay with not being okay um so I'm really happy that you encompass that in your song and it's clearly like a very very deep and meaningful message to both you and your audience so good on that thank you how long did it take you to write it oh I'm going back um probably took me a lot longer to write this one I would say about four to seven days um, from recollection. I sort of added a lot, you know, after I wrote sort of the main piece, I remember just sort of like sitting on trains, going to work and I'll be like, oh, I've got an idea um, to, to put in the song. And um, I'm, I'm from a British Indian, I'm British Indian, so I, I do have Indian heritage and um, my ancestors come from this um, state in India called Gujarat. And I sort of, wanted to incorporate some sort of Gujarati in my in my song and I came up with that quite later on so sort of like the the, the backing vocals if you like I'm sort of um, responding to to the main verses in, in Gujarati so um, yeah I added a lot from that and I sort of edited some verses as well and um, the main body I sort of wrote in four to seven days but incrementally it, it sort of built um, as time went on so yeah I felt like it was ready to sort of record um a couple of months ago and then yeah I wanted to put it out there quite quite quickly after that so would you say that this is the hardest song that you've ever written or do you have one that was a little bit more difficult 
it was harder than my first single spacecraft burnout um probably because i i did want it to sort of get it right i didn't want to sort of have any negative connotations in the song because the song is about being optimistic in times of trouble um, um i had to think very carefully about what i needed to to put in and like i said I, I edited some bits out and then put some other bits in and rephrased certain verses um to sort of fit the the narrative so so yeah it was kind of hard but i wouldn't say it's the hardest song i've ever written i think i've got some unreleased material that you know i want to sort of write about for example, unrequited love or something like that. And that takes a lot longer for me to sort of come up with my feelings <laughs> with that because love is very complex, isn't it? So, oh, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> love, so love songs are a lot harder to sort of write about. Interesting that you said being optimistic in times of trouble, because I mean, that might, that is not easy. That's really difficult. It's not easy. Like, yeah, it circles back around to, needing to not be okay and being okay with mm. not okay so is there ever any moments in your life where you're feeling upset and you know you have to kind of force yourself to be optimistic and would you would you tell someone else to do that <laughs> mm. I'll say that if if I, if I don't need to be somewhere then I would let myself have that time to myself and and, and have those sort of time to sort of step back and like I said you know be in my shell really but know that it's okay to be in my shell because another day can be different right but if I have to sort of turn up somewhere if I've got to be at an event or even sort of see my friends or family I would have to put myself in a different zone but that's the thing isn't it you know when you sort of have to see friends and family societal pressures sort of tell us that we have to say yeah we're okay or everything has to be sort of rosy when we talk to our family and friends. Um, I haven't really been in a situation with family or friends where I can just sort of open up, maybe because I don't really want to open up sometimes. It is very personal. Um, I think I can really, really reflect what I'm feeling through music. I feel like words are inadequate sometimes to sort of phrase in everyday conversations. But I would sort of recommend to others that it's okay to, you know, like cancel plans purely because you're not feeling up to it. It's okay to be like, I'm ca I need to cancel plans because I'm not in the right headspace at the moment. I need time to just be by myself. I want to sort of encourage others to say, yeah, you can say that, that, that there is no harm in saying that because at the end of the day, you need to put your own welfare at the at the top of the list and, and and not feel like you have to please everyone else that mm -hmm. is the most important thing to show up for yourself especially when I don't know I find that maybe not newer generations but I definitely know that um older generations we've grown up with this narrative that like we should always put other people first above ourselves and that is just not it <laughs> but then you get that whole airplane theory everyone knows the airplane theory where you know you put your mask on yourself first instead of the person beside you mm. like I very much so stand by that but to be able to embody that feeling is so so difficult and I'm really happy that you have music to help you embody that feeling because it's so important to show up for yourself and I think that writing music is also a way of showing up for yourself for and sure. laying in bed doing nothing it's also like honestly <laughs> 
we don't give enough props to the people who just want to lay in bed and do nothing on certain days because those oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> tell um, me about it and it's like everyone needs to win an oscar by the age of 25 or else there mm. is and then you get the whole imposter syndrome anyways it's like this whole slippery slope if you just if you don't show up for yourself and showing up for yourself can look so different in so many that doesn't necessarily mean going work going out and working out doesn't mean eating a certain type of way or anything it just means doing what your body wants you to do in that moment yeah. um, and that is not an easy thing to do but back on your music um do you play any instruments i used to play piano um, so I used to do covers um, when I was a bit younger, when I was about a te uh, teenager. So that time I, I just, um, I knew basic chords so I could do, I could sing and, and play um, certain chords to, to certain songs. So um, I, I did that um, before I started really sort of working on my own music. Um, but yeah, as of, as of now, I'm, I'm just singing. So. Do you ever think that is a hurdle for you? Because personally, I can play a little bit of guitar. I mostly play piano. And like my dream has always been to be able to be a singer and record my own song, but I'm just not yeah. a singer yet. It'll happen one day. Yeah. Watch but, face. <laughs> but do you ever find that it poses a hurdle for you to not be able to play instruments? Um, not at all, really. I feel there are many sort of singers and um, and songwriters out there that are literally just singers and songwriters that don't like play an instrument. And if I have the opportunity, I'd like to sort of go back into piano playing again, if that opportunity crops up, but I'd say my strengths really lie in singing and songwriting. So I just want to focus on that at the moment. And, you know, when, when tracks are on Spotify, you know, if you've got good music, if you've got good lyrics, that's all that really matters. Yeah. No one really like cares, you know, or she doesn't play a certain sort of instrument. Like that doesn't mean that she's less talented. Oh, um, so, so I wouldn't say it's a hurdle really, but you know, I'm open to, you know, trying new things. So what does your songwriting process look like? Do you use softwares? Do you ever collaborate with people to help you write the instruments? What does that look like for you? Um, so my songwriting process, I, I just do it by myself. So so I, I'm, a, I'm a sole songwriter. So um, sometimes I just, I, sometimes I need the music first. I think most of the time I do need the music first. Um, so with Hurting and Healing, it was produced by um, um, an American producer called Wishmaster. And I just saw, I just heard the, the, the music and I just thought, I really want to use this. And I feel like the, the emotion behind the music really sort of will blend well into to what I want to talk about with sort of my, my recovery pressures through depression and anxiety. So um, what I did was I heard it and then somehow the, the melody came along and the the even though we're hurting it doesn't mean we're not healing that part came quite instantaneously really um and it's quite magical when that happens um because it's some somehow you can just sort of flow the music onto the page or, or, or hear the melody in your head when you when you listen to the music and that really occurred with this track um and then sometimes it's about writing thoughts on on the page and then sort of constructing it so it, it it's 
structured in a song. Um, other times you can just sort of have lyrics that are sort of readily available and kind of byproduct just formate itself into a song, if that makes sense. Um, so with this song, I did that. I kind of, the, the ideas flew on the page, but I sort of structured it so it was like a song and it, it fit the music, the background music. So even just writing lyrics is, is healing in itself, really. Um, it kind of validates my own feelings and emotions and um, my experiences and the fact that I've been through it. and it's sort of I can see you know I, I sort of validate you know look how far I've come like in in hurting and healing um and then I can just sort of have that sort of cathartic moment where um I was like really really vulnerable and the 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 cover photo just kind of shows like fragments of broken glass but then it's my hand sort of like holding it together um before that it would the, the the there was just it felt like glass was all over the floor but the fact that I'm sort of holding it together is it, that's how far I've come if that makes sense so yeah that's the songwriting process with that you know I sort of realized that I have come a long way and and the song is really authentic to to, to what I'm saying songwriting is something that is so healing for me as well I love songwriting so I really resonate with that but do you ever find yourself angry at yourself for maybe not being able to express a thought the way that you want to express it or not being able to find the right words or, you know, moments of writer's block where you don't even know what to write, but like you're a songwriter, that's what you are. You're an artist, you want to create art and it's there, but it's not there. Yeah. Ever feel that anger and how do you deal with those emotions? Um, I try and be as chilled as possible. I don't want to sort of get angry sometimes because I just think sometimes it is can, can be anti-productive and if you get angry you know the chances are sometimes you could just like give up I do I've had a writer's block before um so with some some of my um songs that I want to release I still need to go back and and, and rephrase certain uh lyrics or, or go back and, and and change the lyrics edit it I've, even if I've got the main bulk of the song sort of ready and ideas on the page there's a song that um, I want to release um, talking about sort of me sort of being infatuated and that's the song itself and I didn't really know how to sort of write about being infatuated before I couldn't really understand it in my head really so how how could I sort of write it if I didn't understand it um, so there were there were times where I just had to sort of like step back and, and just just pause because I did have songwriter's block. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but even like when I wake up from a distorted sleep, I'll, I'll have some ideas. Ideas can come at such random times. And that sort of is the process where, you know, it's really hard to sort of just sit down and, and be like, okay, I'm going to get a song down now. Um, sometimes that's not the case. And that was the case with the song where I'm talking about infatuation. It's... Um, is a is a is a long process of okay I've got some l- lyrics down but then I can go and d- delete the whole thing and, like because I've come up with a better idea if mm-hmm. that makes sense Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping and that extends to their outdoor collection their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. 
For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's really validating to know that music and art can be created wherever you go at any moment. Yeah, and it's just sure. all lives within your head. Even, even in moments of like writer's block, I said it before, but we speak in lyrics. So much of what we say are lyrics and it's art. And, you know, you can be walking outside and there is music everywhere you go. I don't even like the word noise because I mean, there's just music everywhere. Mm. Um, speaking of validation, <laughs> That's something that I want to talk about external and internal validation. So something that I've struggled with pretty often is seeking external validation, but consciously knowing that that is not a good thing to do. Mm. Do you ever struggle with bouncing between depending on internal validation and external validation? How do you cope with that? I think with internal validation, um, it's very, very much a, a long, longer process of mine to sort of attain self-love and and be happy within myself. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely getting there, but I'm not 100% there yet. Also, I think with external validation, you know, if you sort of <laughs> like someone um, and, and get feelings of them, you sort of want to sort of impress them quite a lot. And I've gone through life like, really liking someone and them not liking me back and that's been the general sort of pattern and every single time I'd want to sort of impress them and it wouldn't stop it like more natural I'll, I'll, I will like I'll like I, I don't like anyone as of now but like if I if I meet someone again who I like I want to impress them constantly and feel like in my head oh it's never going to happen but I'm still going to do it anyway but that's definitely external validation as well yeah I feel like (laughs) external validation is definitely hidden in all the nooks and crooks of our life without us even realizing it but interesting that you mentioned um the 
idea of a destination, you know, like when this happens, I will feel better and I will be fully healed. And, you know, that's that because I find that like with depression, anxiety, anything at all, it's an ongoing process. Like some days it, I, I just too many things happen and I have no energy and being happy takes too much energy or mm. having positive thoughts takes too much energy. And I don't have that energy. So it's easier to just be sad. And that is both, uh, both very common and natural, like a very natural feeling, but it's also kind of scary because getting into that mindset for me also kind of breeds this ground of comfortability and enjoying my depression or my anxiety or something, mm-hmm. um, whatever it is that people might be going through. But um, on the note of destination, um, one of my self, one of my battles is an eating disorder. So I've been dealing with an eating disorder for like years on and off, but is it really ever on and off? It's usually yeah. always on and either at the surface or behind everything. And I keep on telling, telling myself, you know, like when I, when I'm thinner and when I weigh this much or when I have this kind of ass or when I have this kind of body, like that's when I'm going to feel better and I'm not going to have an eating disorder anymore. But that very thought in of and itself is an eating disorder. Like I feel like a lot of what people go through, they don't even realize that they're going through it because it's just such a natural thought. And it's like hidden behind all these different Mm. of our life of our lives. And we don't even realize that we're suffering through it, suffering through a mental challenge, because that's the thing. It's all in our, it's all in our heads, quote unquote. We feel it physically as well. Obviously that's the thing though. Like our mind is such a scary place and recovery shouldn't depend on us looking a certain type of way or being in a certain place in our lives. No, hundred percent. Or, you know, being friends with certain type of people, like it doesn't have anything to do with those external validating factors. Like being fully healed quote-unquote which I don't even know if that's exactly a thing like being fully healed which is bittersweet I guess but I think that um it's just it's a state of mind and it doesn't depend on any external factors which is the difficult thing to acknowledge (laughs) yeah it is it is I still don't know what the what what being fully healed would look like but knowing that I can be stronger than I was today just keeps me going Mm -hmm. because it's sort of like um for example if 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 I was if I were here when I was sort of broken I've sort of feel like I've overcome you know a mountain to get to where I am now and the fact that I've done that and I'm able to do that if there's there's other mountains to climb I feel like I can do that and hopefully you know being fully healed is a destination over there somewhere and I don't know what that looks like at the moment but I'm excited to see what that does look like and like you said it doesn't depend on external validation or anything any external factors like oh I need to be thinner to be happy you know um it really is not the case it's it's more about being sort of stronger mentally in yourself and, and loving yourself more and looking in the mirror every single day and 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 like I say in the song appreciating how far you've come mm-hmm. I think those are sort of like the most positive productive thoughts you can have even on bad days mm-hmm. like 
I've got um, some some stuff going on in my mind and I need to take some time out. But I can look in the mirror and say, you know, this isn't a step back. This just means that I just need this anomaly day off. Yeah, you know? absolutely. <laughs> that reminds me of this uh, trend on TikTok that was going around where it's like, film yourself now and two months from now, you will be in a better place. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm gonna try that. So I film myself two months later. I'm in like the worst place I have ever been in my entire life. And uh, I was like, shit, guess that wasn't the case. But you know what? Again, like I said at the beginning, um, knowing that things can get worse is honestly weirdly just as comforting as knowing that things can get better because if they can get worse, they can get better. Mm. The point is that they change. And change is a really scary thing but also really amazing thing because that does mean that it's just a matter of time till things start looking brighter and you just you just gotta wait it out or work towards it or whatever it is in your process that you feel is right for you whether it's waiting or making it happen I feel like um there's like this narrative again that you got to make things happen and I guess you do but you know sometimes you can't I want to encourage anyone that's listening to, 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 to know that it's okay not to be okay, you know? The thing about music is that it doesn't matter if you're alone in your bedroom or in a park or with a group of friends or on stage in front of an audience, like music is music and it stays the same in its feelings in that like, it doesn't matter who's watching, art is still art. It's kind of like, I guess this is the first thing that came to my head, but like when a tree falls in a forest and no one's around to hear it, did it make a sound? And I guess it's kind of like music as well. Like it doesn't really matter if people are around to hear it or not. It's still art. It's still music. It's still your creation. It's your baby. Um, That's a very beautiful thing. But then that goes back to external validation and us like us talking about needing to um, seek that or not needing to or aiming towards not wanting to seek that (laughs) but it's people I feel like art often breeds this ground where we seek external validation for our music to be like is this correct and that's the thing that's what I love about music there's no you can color outside of the lines quote unquote there are no lines to color within like music is beautiful in that it's free for everyone to just create and express themselves in and it's like the most accepting community but also the most difficult community if we're talking about like fame and fortune and needing to watch your every word because you best know that a paparazzi is going to catch you saying the wrong thing and like put that on blast and next thing you know you're getting canceled so like that's where it's really difficult these like societal expectations of people needing to constantly be perfect um and that's just really difficult. Like, how do you, how, if you are seeking fame, how do you not seek fame anymore? Like I was thinking of this earlier, actually, like the idea of wanting to sell my soul to not want to sell my soul anymore. (laughs) Yeah. As an artist, I'm just going to focus on putting really good quality music out there um, with the hope that my music can really positively benefit other people and because that's what I'm passionate about. Um, I'm passionate about how art and the power of words can change perceptions. Mm -hmm. And the way I songwrite and the way I've written lyrics changed my perceptions on 
you know my journey and really sort of I can see my journey for for example hurting and healing I can see I can really sort of envision my journey um throughout depression and anxiety um from being diagnosed to, to where I am now through the song um so if I can really shape another person and change their perceptions or affect their perceptions of of their own sort of journey through depression and anxiety it could be anything like a, a period of time where they've been really sad you know you don't have to be formally diagnosed and, and and really sort of paint a picture for them yeah that that's my job done really I'd say yeah so um this podcast I the whole aim of it was to help just one person I was like you know what like I want to either help like the artists or the people listening and like I just want to provide a platform where people can express themselves and come safely and just like be together. Um, I want to help people just at least one person. That's kind of what, that's what I kept telling myself, you know, just at least one person. Mm. Um, but I guess that's kind of, again, goes back to external validation because looking at the big picture, you writing your music, um, hosting this podcast for me, we are helping ourselves in a way. Yeah. I mean, it's therapeutic for me. This is very therapeutic. I love. Yeah, for sure. Likewise, likewise. Yeah. Um, and same thing with writing music and the way you write music is just so beautiful and so unique and so different. And I find that like the approach that you take is not a mainstream one at all. And it's just such a breath of fresh air to see this like different style of art that is also just as correct as any other style of art even if it's mainstream, but like oh thank you and I think that uh that's made my week that has <laughs> oh yay oh my god accomplishment <laughs> but, um it's it's really nice to know that your music has helped you through so many difficult times because those difficult times are always going to be there I remember in grade six being told that you know life doesn't actually get better life it, it actually gets shittier life is shit but and I find it really rewarding seeing and I'm sure you can probably relate to this it's probably rewarding for you to be able to use your art as a way of healing both right mm. <laughs> 100% yeah 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 absolutely um no I encourage you to sort of um go back to songwriting and performing you know even if it's just for yourself yeah, it's definitely on my bucket list. I literally, yeah. <laughs> on my vision board at the beginning of the year, I was like, I am going to write and record one song this year. Just one song. That's all I want. Um, I'm still learning to sing though, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you teach me, if you teach me, um, was it piano that you play? Or is it piano that you play? Yes. Well, if you teach me and then I can, I can teach you um, songwriting and, and singing I'm sure you'll be able to a little collab there yeah (laughs) like you just seem like sunshine in human form to be honest (laughs) you actually do all right it was lovely speaking with you it was lovely speaking with you too and I really look forward to speaking with you again for sure take care now bye even though we're hurting it doesn't mean we're not healing it doesn't mean we're not healing it doesn't mean we're not healing But critics don't have informed wisdom A little understanding and patience Can keep us from the fall The hardest part is facing the day Because the pain doesn't seem to go away They don't understand that at all
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365 day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you're an artist and you've got a story to share with a passion for music, please do reach out. Whether you're just starting out or you've been in the music industry for years, I would love to hear your story. Follow me on Instagram through my handle at Music Mentality with Angie. Or email me at musicmentalitywithangie at gmail.com. Finally, a huge shout out and thank you to the amazing editor behind these episodes, Aileen Tamer. Thank you so much for listening and see you next time.